building the life that you can't wait to wake up for, it requires big, bold, audacious moves. And in order to do that, we've got to get clear about our purpose, what we're trying to do, what we're trying to live for, what do we want? And we've got to clearly articulate that in our communication as well, too. And in today's podcast, we're going to be talking with Erin Gurner. She is the founder of Powerhouse Women Lawyers. She is phenomenal. New friend that I found on LinkedIn. You're going to love this episode. So grab a pen and paper and just take some notes because she dropped some golden nuggets about what you can do to have the life that you can't wait to wake up for as well too. You're going to want to listen in. Let's dive in. Game changers have something most people don't. Highly effective communication skills that grow existing accounts, close new deals, and allows them to work seamlessly with their team. Welcome to the Game Changing Conversations podcast, where you'll learn what to say and how to say it to anyone. All right. I'm your host, Heather Lyle. With over 20 years of leadership experience in corporate communications, marketing, media relations, and public affairs for small nonprofit organizations to international brands, as well as working in politics. And oh my gosh, I've got a lot of great stories to share with you. This podcast will give you the tools you need to deeply understand your own communication style and how to have winning conversations with your colleagues, clients, and how to message and market your business in a way that feels so good to you too, all right? So if you're ready to dig in and learn great communication strategies that will completely change the trajectory of your business, and of course, we've got to have a few laughs along the way as well too, because that's just how I roll. Grab your favorite beverage and notepad, and let's get going. All right, everybody, welcome back to another game-changing conversation. And this week, I am so excited. A new friend, like, I, I, I just met this girl, and I'm kind of like, okay, you're one of my people. We got to talk. Her name is Erin Gerner, and she is a, what, former lawyer turned life coach to lawyers is really what you are, right? I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she helps, she helps lawyers build the life that they can't wait to wake up for, is what she does. And we're just going to have the best conversation. We're going to dive into a lot of just why she does what she does, uh, how communication plays such a key role in designing the life that you can't wait to wake up for. So but before we get started, Erin, I just would love to hear from you. Tell us, who do you serve? What do you do? Just tell us all the things real quick. Yes. Well, first of all, Heather, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited. And literally, before we had to like make ourselves press record because we knew that we would get so far off on like a chatting tangent that we would forget to record a podcast. So that's yes, yes. that you've made an instant friend is when you know you that's have right. to press record when your Zoom is getting out of control. <laughs> but again, thank you for having me. I am Erin Gurner. I am a former lawyer. I practiced law for about seven years. I am also a mom to two girls, a wife to my husband, Nick, um, who I met in law school. He's also an attorney. Um, and I'm also an entrepreneur, someone who left the practice of law, walked through motherhood, has walked through entrepreneurship, and has really found um, an audience that I care so deeply about serving, and that is female lawyers. And so um, I coach female lawyers. I have a company called Powerhouse Lawyers, which really the ethos of that is what you mentioned, really helping and empowering female lawyers to build a life that feels aligned for them that they can't wait to wake up for. And another huge part of that what's really developed and what I really now knowing what I know now working with these women for years and through so many conversations is that really what people what female lawyers are looking for is connection and community 
and the hamster wheel of life that they are on. Yeah. It's something that's so lacking in the law, especially for females. And I saw a huge need because when I was practicing, I did not have that. I did not have a mentor that was female. I mean, I did not have a community of female lawyers telling me there was a different and better way. You know, I walked away feeling like motherhood or law, like that's all I knew how to right. do. You know, yeah. and so I am providing through live in-person retreats a place to get female lawyers out of their busy life because that is the key is removing them from like the busy. And we all know that that applies to all of us right. lawyers, yeah. but getting them into an environment where they can just relax, unwind, recenter, get realigned, reassess where they are in their life, what they actually want, what they're actually feeling like for two seconds to sit down. Oh, and also there's all these other powerful female lawyers there who want and are doing same things. And so you guys yeah. are all in this and it's just like this magic community that's been created. So that's a long-winded version of I am the founder of Powerhouse Lawyers. I serve and impact female lawyers through community and connection. And it is seriously the greatest gift of my life. So yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I think as and I'm not a lawyer, you know, I was married to one for 18 years, but you know, I'm not, I don't know if that counts or not. Not it kind of does because I really think you know, um, just living with that energy, you can feel the level of stress that comes from this area of work. And so, yeah. I think that there is a, a level of resonance having lived with a lawyer for 18 years. I'm pretty sure you can probably get <laughs> some of you know the stuff that we're bit. the narratives that we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. But you know, it's so fascinating to me. And I, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I worked in corporate for 25 years, had high level, you know, positions and did all the, you know, the big professional polished things and that kind of thing. And, you know, I always call it the eat the world with Tabasco sauce. High achiever. I'm going to go eat the world with Tabasco sauce and do all of the things because frankly, I mean, I was always told that in order to do big things in life, you got to go, you know, go Hard, as hard as you can, as long as you can, as fast as you can. Um, and it's just, you know, I, I strive to be the you know, top of my class and, and undergraduate school. And, and I graduated in three years and I had full scholarship. All of the things that I know that people are listening right now have felt that way as well, too. It's like, I just have achieved, achieved, achieved. And I tell you what, at some point, you get to the place where you're like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Do, do I even have passion and purpose for this anymore? Am I really doing what lights me up? Or am I doing all of the things that everybody else wants me to do? And so, and I know that you, this is what has precipitated powerhouse women in the first place, because you were what top 10% of your graduating class at law school. And you were, you know, eating the world to bat with Tabasco sauce as well too, right? But so what, what made you go stop and go, okay, this isn't working for me anymore. There had to have been a certain something that happened, or maybe it was a series of things that happened to led you to go pause button, rethink, re-strategize kind of a thing. Talk to us about that. Uh, for sure. And I think it kind of happened in phases for me. The first phase was when I became a mom. That was when the reality of what I was kind of up against like, hit me in the face. And the experiences that I had had in my legal profession laid a groundwork in a narrative for me that what I wanted wasn't possible, right? Like I wanted to be home and flexible with my kids. 
I wanted right. to be able to take them to school. I wanted to be able to, you know, take them to the doctor or whatever. But the place where I was working, you literally couldn't work from home. Like that was a policy in the office. And so it's just, it created this environment where I no longer felt aligned with anything that I was doing. And so I walked away from that. But what that then precipitated was a, a, a complete identity crisis, right? Because now who is Erin if she's not a lawyer? She's now worked for her whole life to do all these things, to achieve all these things, this big job. And now she's just a quote, you know what I mean? Like now she's just a stay at home mom, which believe yeah. I've stayed at home. And that is like legit the hardest work of like, that was a very tough season of life for me. Like, yeah, yeah. Moms. Um, but that was the first catalyst, right? And going and walking through, figuring out who I was, what I wanted, um, and then actually butting up with a huge financial crisis that happened in our family. My husband's business partner passed away after 13 years of partnership. That business fell apart. And so it was a time where I was like, um, holy, what are we going to do? Yeah. What what are you going to do? Are you going to go back and be a lawyer? I was like, oh my God, that is the last thing I want to go back and do. Wow. What am I going to do? Who wow. who am I going to be? And so that was when I started my first business. Um, it was actually a network marketing business, but it was a toe into entrepreneurship. And it was also the very first time that I was showing up in my gifts. And I didn't even really realize that that's what I was doing because I was just so excited that it was an outlet that wasn't law that I could like make money and like it would be like, okay, like I don't have to go back and do that. If I can like make this work, I was like doing part-time legal work. And then if I can make this network marketing thing work, then I don't have to go back and do that full-time thing that I like really don't want to do. So I was, but what that requires, right, is being a leader and stepping up and coaching other people to success. And I was like, oh my God, this is my freaking zone of genius. And I'd build a huge team under that network marketing company and it just showed me okay Aaron you can do this on your own and you really have a platform and a group of women to serve because I kept like flies on honey kept attracting female lawyers they were just like coming all up in my life and so I was like all right God like I see you like I I know that I'm hard-headed here and that was I kind of just took the leap I stepped out of that company and was like I'm starting my own brand I'm doing this I'm going I just started showing up in that space and that wow. was really the the turning point for me of like, okay, I get to choose me. It's been a huge, lear- you know, as an entrepreneur, it is basically, you know, it's, it's every life lesson every day. Like every life lesson is every day. Like you got to get ready to get stripped down to your core, to get yourself built back up, to prove to yourself what you're made of. And that this is that's really the point where I've been like that, that that's what I'm doing. I know that my calling is this and these are the women that I'm going to serve and whatever it takes. I'm willing I'm willing to do that and I'm going to figure it out like I'm going to figure it out. You know, and I do think that that entrepreneurial spirit and <laughs> there's life lessons every single day that we live. You know, the journey is infinite, it feels like. You know, and also I think that those lessons that we've learned in entrepreneurship, just figuring it out is so transferable to the people that we help as well, too. Right. And so I'm just curious for the women that come to you who are like, oh, my God, I don't even know what the hell is going on with my life. You know, we're we're I'm on I'm on the hamster wheel, as you were talking about earlier. 
what's the advice that you give them? Where do you start? I mean, in my mind, it's all about self-awareness. You know, I mean, if we understand how how we are and what lights us up and what really burns us out, that's at least a good starting place. But I'm curious your perspective on this as well, too. How do you, what advice do you give them? Where do you start in this whole, frankly, healing journey? That's really what it is. For sure. That's a great question. And a lot of the female attorney, well, most of the female attorneys that come to me, they're just overwhelmed and life, yeah. life is living them and they are not living their life. And they just feel yeah. stuck on this hamster wheel. My husband made this great analogy. He was like, Aaron, the women you coach are already thoroughbreds, right? Like we are, are those, these yeah. women are already thoroughbreds yeah. in their life. They're just coming to me to get in better shape because whatever they're doing right now isn't working. And so the first thing we do is I, we're like, stop the press. Like we're just going to stop right now. Excuse me. And the very first thing I have them do, honestly, Heather, and this sounds so simple is we do a brain dump because they come to me and they honestly don't even know where to start. They're like, yeah, will be like, I don't even know what I want and what I like. Like, I don't, I'm so overwhelmed, right? So we literally just like start at the beginning. I'm like, we're going to start journaling. We're going to start brain dumping. Let's start checking things off of our to-do list. This life that's overwhelming you, let's get it all on paper and let's see where we can start eliminating things. Let's see where we can start asking for help. And if you're having trouble asking for help, let's talk about why. Let's talk about delegating. If that's hard, let's talk about why. Let's talk about setting boundaries. If that's hard, let's talk about why. And we are talking about small incremental changes over time that is so transformative for these women. You know this as a coach. And, you know, people who have worked with a coach know this, that it is. And we come to this as lawyers thinking like, okay, give me the workbook. I'm about to coach and then I'm going to hit a home run. And this is what we're going to do. And I'm going to crush coaching. I'm going to get an A plus. No. No. We got to, right? Like this is not, we're not, you know what I mean? I'm not there to overhaul your life. We are looking at your life through a different lens and small changes over time. So then you can free up the space to start thinking, to start pouring into yourself, to start actually deciding what it is you want and feeling into that. So we can start then taking action. It is really, right. for what I give these women is almost like a peace of mind is like, it's going to be okay, right? We're going to give ourselves grace and compassion for this. And it's going to be fine. Life ebbs and flows, right? It ebbs and flows. Because we're saying no to certain things right now doesn't mean we're going to say no forever. You do not have to do all the things for all the people. Just because you should doesn't mean you can. Attorneys like to think like, oh, I mean, many attorneys will get on the phone with me and we'll have a conversation and like they clearly could use a coach in their life, but then they get off the phone being like, okay, I can do that myself. Like, yeah, yeah. I can, I can Google a few, a few worksheets and start doing this whole like brain dump thing myself. I don't need anybody to help me with that. Right. It's pushing past that point and just releasing and surrendering and being like, Hey, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And just giving this women would- to be seen and heard is like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and all of the things that we think that we can do ourselves, like again, high achieving women, High achievers think just, I mean, I can Google it. I can, I can read the playbook and then I can implement, execute. And I mean, shoot, I mean, again, as a business owner, I thought initially when I first opened my shingle, I, I got, I mean, I've had, I've had, I was thinking this, 
I have had some really nice titles beside my name. I have worked with some big name people. Like, surely I can do this myself. And so for the first year or so, I struggled so bad, so bad. And it was during the pandemic year and that kind of thing too. So there was all of the you know craziness at home going on, the kids being homeschooled and all that fun stuff, which don't recommend that, you know, while starting a business, but it was with yeah. zero out of 10 recommend. Right. Mm-hmm. Zero out of 10. Nevertheless, it's just about a year into it, I met a, now a dear, dear friend who's an entrepreneur. She lives here in Fort Worth and she was just like, you need to hire a coach. Like you need to hire somebody, you know, because all of the thoughts that we tell ourselves, the narrative in our head is that we're smart enough, we're able enough, we can Google it, we can, we are enough, we can do this. And at the end of the day, you can get, I hear this all the time from coaches, but it's true. You can get farther faster if you hire the help to just help you see the blind spots that that you're, again, the blind spots, you don't even notice that they're there. So I'm curious too, um, you know, key themes, the things that clients come to you with, because I think this is so important to talk about, because I think we as women, I, I I wish more people would talk about the crap that's really happening versus just glossing over, yeah, oh, everything's great, everything's fine. No, it's not freaking not fine. Before we press play, before I press record on this podcast, we were talking about a dear friend of mine who is a lawyer, and she and I were together a couple of weeks ago, and she asked me how I was doing, and I said, I'm not good. I'm having a bad day with my kid, having some issues with, you know, ex-husband. Yeah, I would just, it's just not a good day. And I was just honest. I was honest about it. And I kid you not, her immediate next response was, you know, sometimes I just want to drive my car into a brick wall. And as shocking, and you and I were talking about this before I hit record, but as shocking as that sounds to so many who are probably listening to, how many of you have felt that very same way, right? You just want to drive off to the left and never come back because it's hard, right? And so I'm curious with the clients that you work with and in your community, these key themes, I'm using air quotes here, these key themes that come up, I think it's so important to get it out there because we've all been there. We've all had these thoughts and feelings. So you were talking earlier, you know, the overwhelm. What are some other things that come up that you're like, this is consistent throughout most of the people that I coach and work with? The lack of boundaries. And attaching their wealth to achievement, that's that's a huge thing, thinking that if they do something different or if they want something different or if something doesn't feel aligned, then it's not okay to change, right? Like that you've you've come this far that somehow you have to tough it out, like it means something about them. But really the consistent things that I see are overwhelm, a lack of community and connection for these women, and they feel like very lonely in their lives, right? Like they very full lives, right? They have kids and friends and all this kind of stuff. But this high achieving professional women also needs a community of high achieving professional women to to help her in this life. So that is one thing. And the boundary is is huge. Um, As tough as lawyers can be in the courtroom, we are not tough on boundaries. And we should on ourselves a lot and think that we just because we can that we also should. And we find ourselves doing things for everybody else but ourselves, especially the women, and most of them are moms. So you're adding that additional layer of parenting and mothering and all that requires. Um, And it's a lot and overwhelming, and they just feel very stuck and asking, what's next? And what do I want this to look like and feel like five years from now? Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? 
right? It's that feeling we ask ourselves. So um, those are some of the common themes. And I think that honestly, like many high achieving women can probably resonate with those themes. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's so interesting. And yeah, tying this back into communication, the whole, you know, lack of boundaries and the overwhelm. A lot of it comes down to some of the clients that I work with. I work with a lot of accountants and some lawyers as well, too. But, you know, it comes down and partners, you know, accountants who are partners at big firms and that kind of thing. And so much of this comes down to communication, telling people what you need. It's not just what you want. It's what you need in order to finish the project, in order to get along with somebody in order to make sure that the boss or whomever that you're working with on a project understands, I've got to go pick up kids at four o'clock, like period, end of story, you know? And gosh, what was it? I remember I was a kid and I was at, at the Dairy Queen in Oklahoma. I grew up in Oklahoma and I was with my dad and my grandpa. And my dad is a huge key figure in my life. And he's the one who would always say, you have to articulate what you want. If you don't want the pineapple topping on your banana split Sunday at Cherry Queen and you'd rather have the chocolate. That's right, like, though. You need to freaking tell me. And I, I will I will always remember that, you know, when I was 10 years old. And and it's so true. But it's so hard, too, because of the fear of disappointment and rejection. And what are people going to think about me? I'm sure you've seen this a lot as well, too. And I'd love for you to dive into that a little bit more as well. Yeah, Gosh. it is. I think that um, we're scared to ask for help and um, we make it mean something about us. It's like if you can't be superwoman, right? You know, it's like if you can't be superwoman and do all the things, then that means something about you. And, you know, society and TikTok and social media and all that crap is not helping because everybody, you know what I mean? Everything that we're seeing in our periphery is everyone kicking ass. And guess what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All day, not everyone is doing that. So we're getting in unrealistic expectations that we have to live up to, that we have to do everything. And so it's yeah. women like us who it's our job to help women dismantle that narrative. And I know that resoundingly to be true because that was me. Yeah. That was yeah. me. Absolutely. Like those are all of the thoughts that I still, frankly, those are thoughts that I Still, right. We have limiting beliefs. Those don't go away just because we start working on ourselves. It's like new level, new devil. You keep working on yourselves. You you keep rising. You keep going, and you you uncover more layers of the higher version of yourself. And so, a thousand percent turn around, right? So it's yeah. just um, I've, I've even like lost track of the conversation or the question because I just went <laughs> off on a tangent. But maybe that is for the question. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think it's so true. We are the. I, tell my kids and I tell my clients this too. You are the star in your own movie. No one is thinking about you as much as you are. I swear to you, that is the truth. And the stuff that you see online, the stuff that you see on Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever, that is someone's highlight reel. It is not the real thing that's happening on a daily basis. And it's so hard because we consume so much of that. And it sure it sure as hell feels like it. It sure feels like everybody else is just kicking ass and taking names. But the fact of the matter is, again, they we are the star in our own movies and we're judging ourselves for things that frankly don't even exist in the first place. But and anyway. it's just the thing of giving yourself grace and compassion that we are doing the That's best true. that we can. Like that is it. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you yelled at your kids before bedtime and everyone like dinner was whatever. Like you're doing the best you can and you're still good and enough. 
okay. Like that is, and it's okay. It's going to be okay. And we have to give ourselves grace and compassion that we are not perfect, that we are just showing up imperfectly and doing the freaking best we can. And just because we can't do everything, no one can do everything. It's impossible. We've set an impossible standard for ourselves that we have got to dismantle and walk away from. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I want to dig into this really quickly. When you help your clients find purpose, what does that look like? Because I mean, I'm telling you, some of the partners that I work with as well, too, huge struggle. It's like they're on the hamster wheel of life, doing all the things, being the mama, you know, being being everybody for everybody, being everyone for everybody else. But when it comes to their own life, like what, how, how do you help guide them to what that purpose looks like for them? I mean, you were talking about the brain dump earlier, but talk to me about your process there. What I really, what it really helps these women is to get back to things that bring them joy and to get back to allowing themselves to have even five minutes of quiet time, if that's driving in the car, to be with their thoughts, Um, but really getting back to things that give them joy and that they like doing so they can tap into that part of themselves. Because like I said, a lot of them come to me and they're like, I don't even know what I want. And they do, A, never admitted it to themselves out loud or allowed themselves to admit it or have never actually given it any thought because they didn't think they had a choice, right? Like, think, oh my gosh, like we're these high achieving, et cetera, et cetera. We know exactly what we want. We know exactly where we're going. We know exactly what our purpose is. No, we don't actually, because we've been achieving, chasing a gold star for a really, really long time. And then you get to the top of the mountain and you turn around and say like, hey, is this really what I wanted in the end? And having them think forward, like, what do you want this to feel like in five years? Like, yeah, thinking really critically about like, what do you want your health to be like? What do you want your finances to be like? What do you want your spiritual life to be like? What do you want your relationships to look like? What do you want your business to look like? Who do you want to be working with? Where do you want to be working? Or do you want to be done with your kids? Like asking them the questions, because I truly believe the quality of your life is a reflection of the quality of the questions you ask yourself. And so it's just probing them and asking them questions and giving them the space to be seen and want that and want and be okay with wanting that, whatever it is, and saying, okay, how are we going to get into action to start getting you closer to that? And let's start moving. And I'm here to help you and to give you action, small action items that you can do and go. And right, because then you're like, okay, now I really want that. And that seems really far away. Like that seems hard, hard. And then we get lost in the how and people bail. That's my job. I am the how, (laughs) right? Like that's where a coach comes in. That's where a mentor comes in. That's where your community comes in. That's where your network comes in. All that kind of stuff. Absolutely. That is really my process with these women. It really is just helping them peel back the layers and sitting down with them in a space to give them the time and the freedom to actually want what they want and think about it. Yeah. And again, I love what we were talking about earlier. We're just talking about like 10% changes. I was working with a business coach a couple of years ago who I freaking love. Her name is Tiffany Carter. And she, I remember one of our first phone calls together. She was like, listen, if, if you're thinking that I'm going to completely change everything about your business overnight, I ain't doing that. You know, we're talking 10% increments that will then just completely blossom and over time. But it's the 10% increments. 
thoughts. And I love that that's because, again, I think that, you know, social media, you know, the instantaneous, we want things immediately type of a society that we live in. At the end of the day, I mean, how we sustain these changes is the small incremental steps. It's not to be honest with you, Heather, I think I'm so sorry to talk over you. And to be honest with you, Heather, I think that takes the pressure off. Yes. I don't have to do it overnight. Like right. I can it do it the pressure off. step at a time. Right. Yeah. So, you know, like, for example, I had a client or had her on the podcast. She was looking to get back into nonprofit work. I was like, OK, why don't you start researching nonprofits that do the kind of work that you're interested in that are in the area? Yeah. OK. And so then in that like quick yeah. search, she just found one and like called them and they had a program like little like. Yeah. Little little stuff that is not like yeah. you went and got out some certification to work for a nonprofit. Like we don't need to go. Like it's literally the smallest incremental change. Yeah. And that has since now led to her doing exactly what she wants to be doing. Just little tiny things like that it takes the pressure yeah. off. You don't have to do like yeah. you don't have to hit on run. You just got to take a baby step. Take a baby step. Erin, oh my gosh, this is going to be a phenomenal conversation. It's all about the baby steps. Just take a step back. Just look at it one little step at a time. I love it. I love it. Okay. I know that you've got some big things coming up in February. I'd love for you to tell the audience about it and where to find you online as well, too. Yes, absolutely. So you can find me on social media. I am on Instagram at Erin Gerner, G-E-R-N-E-R. And Aaron Gurner on LinkedIn. I'm active over there on those two platforms. You can also go to my website, AaronGurner.com. There you can find out all kinds of information about me. Book a call with me if you are interested in coaching or if you are a female lawyer listening to this that is searching for community and connection. I host what is called the Powerhouse Lawyers Retreat. The next one is in February 2024 in Scottsdale, Arizona. It is an absolutely next level experience. I've realized that I'm the host and the facilitator, but also as a female lawyer who's been searching for community and connection her entire legal career, it has been life-giving and just filled my cup so much myself. And then to be able to bring other powerhouse women along in this community. So if that is something you are looking for, you can find that information on my website or DM me um, and get in touch with me about that. Um, But yeah, that's where to find me. And Heather, I thank you again for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on. And until next week, we'll have another game-changing conversation. Hey, everyone. I am so glad that you joined me on today's podcast episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, you've got to share it with a friend, right? But I also want you to take a screenshot of this episode and share it on social media. So be sure to tag me on Instagram at Heather underscore Lyle. That's Heather underscore L-I-S as in Sam, L-E. Also, for more people to learn about the podcast, I would absolutely be so grateful and I'd love it if you could leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Ooh, that'd mean the world to me. I'd appreciate it. And this content takes time and money to produce and I know that you're getting a lot of goodness out of it. So just leave that review, please. And in the meantime, have a fabulous day and continue to have those game-changing conversations. Until next week, we'll see you then.